Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening today to Developing Developers. This is the final episode of the Legends of Columbus Development series, which has been a series that has opened my eyes to Columbus development in a whole new way. I'm looking forward to wrapping it up today with another legend, Bob White Sr. Bob is the chairman of Daimler Group, which is a Columbus commercial real estate development and construction management company, and he has been involved in development here in Columbus for over 35 years. Now, at this point, I know there have been some major changes in development in those 35 years, I can assume. I'm not 35, so I don't know. Um, but I am excited to hear about the role that he's played and what experience in Columbus, what that experience has been. Um, so with that said, we can jump right in. Bob, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so let's start from the beginning. How did you get involved in real estate development and uh, where, how did you get to where you are today? Okay. Well, I'm a lot older. I've been in real estate for 51 years. Okay. I started in 1971. All right. Um, how I got into real estate, uh, it's not real clear. Um, I went to a small liberal arts school, uh, majored in political science because they really didn't have a math requirement in political science. So um, <laughs> I had no interest in political mm -hmm. science really, but um, graduated in 1968. Um went to uh, Miami of Ohio graduate to get an MBA. Uh, that was the one year they got rid of graduate school deferments and the year before the lottery. So I was drafted out of graduate school, spent two years in the Army, uh, a year in Vietnam as a infantry platoon sergeant, um, and uh, got out of the Army, um, had no idea what I wanted to do, um, was not qualified to do much of anything. Um, so uh, my dad had spent some time in real estate, uh, mostly buying and selling uh, farms and so on and so forth. So um, I was fortunate enough to marry uh, a very smart and beautiful woman, and she had a, a good job. So I was able to take risk uh, and uh went into commercial real estate on a totally commissioned basis and I was so good I made forty six hundred dollars my first year wow. in real estate. So yeah, uh that's huge. Yeah. you're rolling that up. <laughs> <laughs> but I I stayed with it and uh learned an awful lot and that's how I got into uh, development in commercial real estate wow. in Columbus. Well, thank you for your service oh, in the Army. Welcome. Um, that's awesome. And yeah, I think a lot of people kind of jump into it not knowing what they're getting themselves into. Right. And so I'm sure it was, it's been a roller coaster. Um, I can tell you, it doesn't, you don't look like you're even 51 years old. I can't believe it was that long ago. <laughs> well, um, fortunately, this is on radio. Not, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so you've seen Columbus change uh, and evolve over the years. In what ways have you seen it change from when you first started in real estate until now? Oh, boy. Uh, it's been significant, needless to say. we When I started... The outer belt wasn't even complete. Um, <laughs> it only went halfway. The northeast <laughs> section wasn't even done. Um, so the outer belt, while it's very small, uh, with only 60 miles around it, uh, it, it, it did open up a tremendous amount of uh, property to development. Um, so uh, the first suburban development was really up Riverside Drive um, where we had 
some smaller office buildings and so on. Um, Worthington was the northernmost part, and the Outer Belt really put Worthington on the map. And uh, so uh, we're blessed with uh, 71, 70. Uh, as I say, the Outer Belt is too small, but it's there. And uh, so the development of downtown, as Mayor Coleman, I'm sure, talked about uh, his goal of getting uh, 10,000 more people living in downtown. He surpassed that, and uh, uh, we're still doing very well from that standpoint. So downtown has changed dramatically. Um, uh, New Albany, uh, <laughs> with everything that's going on there, uh, didn't it was just a sleepy village as well as Dublin. So uh, it's it's hard. As I grew up in Arlington, I graduate. I graduated from Arlington. Um, so it's it's amazing to see what's happened here. And and uh, because I've been here all my life, it, it it's uh, you take for granted a lot of things, and, and you don't realize how fast it's grown and how successful it is so uh it's a wonderful place to live raise a family and uh we we're very fortunate to be here i think wow that is amazing to think about just even before the outer belt was completed yeah what that would have been like um and i can't imagine in another 10 or 15 or 20 years how that is all going to change again right and continue to grow um so thank you for all you've done to help that happen um, so what are some of the most interesting projects that you've specifically been a part of? Um, I would say the most rewarding and, and exciting are when we do things for nonprofits um, and do more than construct their facilities, help them find a way. They're usually underfunded and find a way to, to fulfill their, their goals and dreams. Um, so I, I would say uh, over the years, we look at the KIPP schools, Marburn schools. Uh, we've done several projects for the Urban League um, and uh, St. Stephen's, uh, lots of things. So those are probably the most rewarding. Uh, we've done bigger projects and uh, on the surface more exciting, but I, I would say the most rewarding projects are for nonprofits. Um, yeah, and I, I definitely agree that I think it, you make a difference with something that you know not everybody else is doing. Um, and a lot of developers could look around and point to a lot of buildings, but right. when you can point to people and a community and lives that you've changed, that's really awesome. It is. It's so, very rewarding. That's great. Um, so in the development process, I don't know if over the years uh, this answer will have changed, but what's your favorite part in the process? Are there things that you just get pumped up to do? I, I think development and we're spoiled because we are in Columbus, Ohio, and we, we can do all the development mm -hmm. we need to in Columbus, Ohio, so we know the market. Um, the The key to development is an understanding of the market, um, what is needed, um, what is worth the risk of, of taking, uh, so that 
you can fill a building and create value over your costs. Um, and like I say, it, it's easier if you're just in one city, which we are. And uh, uh, the, the, the most exciting part of it is really from start to finish, uh, coming up with a an idea, uh, a belief that the market would absorb the product you put on it at a rental rate that uh, justifies the cost. And uh, seeing that from start to finish, uh, the, the exciting part of development is you work with the laborer in the field and the chairman of the board uh, and the bank president and everything in between. And uh, I've always found that to be rewarding and exciting. Yeah, all the people that are involved, there's right. tons of them. Um, so with that, I know that you yourself have probably shifted roles a bit in the process throughout, I could imagine. Um, and I don't know if right. that's true. You can correct me if not. So, but I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> throughout the years, what's been your favorite role? Uh Ooh, that's a tough one. I, I mean, I enjoy all aspects of it. Um, uh, I started being a leasing agent. Um, I enjoyed that. Uh, I wasn't very good at it, but I learned it. Um, <laughs> and I, I just enjoy working with partners on, on all levels. Um, and uh, the respect for those partners and, and and every step of the way, trying to do more than you said you would do uh, makes a, a heck of a difference in life. Uh, and, and certainly, I think, as important in development as almost anything. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah, you got to over-deliver. Yes. Under-promise and over-deliver is right. what, what we say. Um, so for the developing developers of the world, maybe the younger developers or the people who are looking to get into development, um, what do you wish you knew early on in your career that you could offer to them? Uh, I wish I was more knowledgeable. <laughs> uh, I, I got into it, as I said previously, was able to take the risk, um, but I I didn't spend enough time learning the business in the beginning. Um, it, it came over time. Um, if I'd known more earlier, would have I been more successful? Probably. Um, but uh, it, it all worked out in the end. I think in order to get into development, it's very, very difficult. Uh, there's there's only X amount of developers, uh, and uh, it, it it almost has to do what I did. You have to take risk um, and go convince somebody that you'll work for next for nothing, but you want to learn the business and, and get into it. It's in Columbus, Ohio. It's pretty strong family uh, development companies. If if we look at uh, all the various local developers, there, there are a lot of family developments mm -hmm. uh, companies. Um, so, uh, it's worth it. I mean, you could, you could learn some aspects of it if you went to work for a bank in the, uh, mortgage lending department for a while. Um, if you're an attorney, you can, you can focus on real estate law. Um, and, um, uh, but at some point in time, you're going to, 
you're going to decide I want to try it and take a risk, and, and uh, I think the rewards are are there, but you have to be willing to take the risk. Yeah, and that's kind of what I've I've been asking people along the way as I have guests on this podcast is just all the different ways to get into development right. because I know there's a million different paths that could lead you there. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool, and uh, I think with learning about development comes experience and with experience comes learning. So, um, yeah, along the way you kind of just have to jump in and even if it's a job, maybe that you don't want forever. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, okay. So I'm sure in your career, there have been some game changing lessons. I don't know. Or maybe you've been perfect along the way. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what are some challenges you faced in certain projects or just in your career in general? And how did you face those challenges? Well, I mean, real estate development is certainly tied to cycles in the market. Um, and as old as I am, I've seen many, many cycles, um, in 51 years. And, uh, they're all a little different. Um, we've had to deal with inflation, which we're doing today in the past, uh, uh, recession, uh, high, high interest rates. Um, uh, so th- there's lots of different things. The market, uh, today with the, uh, with all the things we're dealing with is, is challenging. Um, so there's, there's been lots of challenges. Uh, the ability to react to those because uh, your ego and overhead is not in the way and you have good financial partners and yourself that you can do the right thing as opposed to having to do something because of the times you're in. Um, and eventually that cycle will change and you'll, you'll do okay. Uh, but it's, it's hard. I mean, there, there's, in the olden days, the cycles were only like three years uh, of positive and then a negative. Uh, now the cycles are longer. Um, they may go as long as 10 years. But um, so it's there's lots of different challenges as long as you're, uh, I think, have good people, good partners, uh, are financially viable to do the right thing, uh, you can get through it um, and have a positive outcome. Yeah. So just out of curiosity, now that you bring that up, why do you think that is that, that, um, the positive lasts longer? Uh, well, it's, uh, they aren't as high. I mean, in the past, uh, the cycles were more severe, uh, today cycles last longer. Um, and, uh, uh, but they aren't as, as, Ups and downs are mm-hmm. not as great as they okay. are. Just in more the of a past. steady yeah. increase. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting because, you know, I've been in the industry for a couple years, I can say now. And so I haven't seen a full right. cycle. Um, and so I'm always curious what to expect in the future and how right. to sustain that. Yeah, change. many people have not. I mean, the mm-hmm. last really downturn was 2008. Yeah. So uh, that was. 
however many years ago. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I won't even say, I was going to say yeah, I was in fourth You didn't care. Um, yes. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. I know that's a lot of people probably appreciate just knowing that right. if it's bad, it gets better. Right. And, you know, if right. it's good, you got to expect some challenge to come. Yeah. In, in 1983, it, there, the experts and most all agreed we would not need another square footage of office forever. And (laughs) fortunately, since we built a lot of office, they were wrong, but uh, (laughs) it, it was pretty much consensus. We were that overbuilt Mm -hmm. that we didn't need any more office for the rest of history. (laughs) That's insane. And then thinking right now, I know industrial's booming, but with the construction market and with trying to, everything's, you know, on hold for a little bit and slowing down because there's so much demand. So I bet over the time when it feels like, okay, there's nothing really happening, people kind of slow down um, their supply chain or whatever they're doing to serve that market. And then all of a sudden it booms. So, Yeah, we had had years where we might have signed, I think there was one year we signed one or two leases in the whole year. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, that was frustrating times. Oh, man. <laughs> well, we're on the up and up now. Yes. You, you've made it. Yeah. Um, so do you have any advice for the developing developers of the world? I know you talked about um, education, knowledge about the industry and knowing more. Is there anything that you could advise them to do right now? Yeah, I, I think it's an excellent time to try to get into real estate. It, it's mm-hmm. it's hard to, to get into it. Um, I think you will have some lean times in the beginning. Uh, as I said, my <laughs> first year I made $4,600. Uh, so I did make $4,600 in Vietnam and bought a Corvette when I got home. Wow. <laughs> that's my financial planning. Oh so, uh, yeah. Goodness. <laughs> but then that's all a Corvette cost was $4,500 back then. So, um, but, uh, no, I, I mean, I think if, Again, I went to a small liberal arts school that didn't even couldn't spell real estate. So uh, I think if you can get more and more real estate courses, try to understand whether you think that is a career path. Um, then try to outline uh, how do you get there, um, and it may not be directly going into development. It's like I said, it's hard right. to get into. Yeah. Um, but if you're a leasing agent in sales, uh, banking, um, construction, there's lots of ways to try it. Mm-hmm. And if you if you can try it, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful field and a wonderful career. There's so much to do with it. Yes, mm-hmm. it's never it's a an dull open moment. road. Wow. Um, okay, so I've been asking this question to a lot of our guests here. And, um, I think it's important to have a work-life balance and, you know, obviously in the commercial real estate industry, that's hard to come by because it's a lot of, you know, answering phone calls at 9 PM or answering emails early in the morning. Um, but how do you like to spend your time outside of work and what is the importance to you to do that? Oh yeah. Now Mm -hmm. I, I was able to have wonderful people around me. Um, and, uh, no, I, I I don't think I 
suffered from having to work 80 okay, hours a day or okay. anything like <laughs> that. I mean, the exciting part about it is you wake up at night, hopefully in a mos- positive way of mm-hmm. thinking of things and opportunities as opposed to scared to death. But um, And there's a little bit of both. But mm-hmm. um, no, I, I, I don't. I never, I played a lot of softball, drank a lot of beer. Um, <laughs> I, I, so I, it was, it was fine. I, I had a good mix. My two sons that are in the company now, uh, they played a lot of sports. So we went mm. to an awful lot of sports all the way through college. So, um, uh, it's, we found the time to do it. And, uh, you know, you didn't travel very much. You took, 10 days vacation a year, you had no sick days, and it's it was different than it is today, but uh, we we did just fine. That's awesome. So softball and beer yeah, is the way to, absolutely. to success. I would recommend that, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> so where, where do you think, last question, and unless you have, you know, some amazing thing to share. Um, probably the last question then. No, no, um, no, no. Um, no, you've been great, but... Where is the market right now in Columbus, and where do you see it going in the next 10 to 15 years? You, you know, again, having been Columbus all my life, uh, we I kind of miss what is going on to the degree it is on a regional and national basis. But Columbus is an incredibly bright spot and opportunity Um we all hear, and it's true, we need, we need more housing uh, if we're going to continue to grow at the pace we are. And it's it's a very difficult time to create housing. Um, the costs have grown so rapidly that it, it's, it's not affordable to mm-hmm. a, a large, large number of people. And, and so we have to solve that. Um, industrial is going crazy uh, but again it the costs and the lead times to get that done have gone up dramatically um, and rents will have to adjust to that rents are based on supply and demand not not costs mm-hmm. and so uh, uh, so that, that's fine retail will come back uh, not as strong as it has perhaps in the past but retail will be okay uh, lodging I, I think will come back um, and office uh, is is a little hard to predict right now. Uh, I think my belief in, in being in a development company where you have to interact with people and, and so on, and, and I, I think we couldn't work remote. No, we tried it a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it just doesn't work. And, and I think there's others that will come to that conclusion. So office will come back because again supply and demand there will not be a whole lot of new office built and as we get over the pandemic and so on it it, it will come back in in our opinion um it better so uh, <laughs> but uh no i i think columbus uh, with with the intel announcement we have ohio state uh, Doing massive yeah. things, Ohio Health will do considerably new things in healthcare. Um, it's there's there's an awful lot going on in, in Columbus. It's a great place to be. Yeah, that's you said it perfectly. It's it is a great place to be. I think um, that's a positive outlook. And you know, in ten years, we'll play this back and see if you're right. But I can see if I'm still alive. <laughs> oh my goodness, no, no. I think. Um, 
I think that that is exciting to be a part of an industry that, you know, is headed that direction. And um, thank you for being a part of that. I know that over the last years, you have contributed greatly to Columbus and the development here. So I appreciate that. And I know a lot of people in the industry do. Um, And thank you for joining me today. Thank you for asking me. 